When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to my podcast, Cleaning Up the Mental Mess. I'm your host, Dr. Caroline Leaf, and today we're going to be talking about the inner critic. There is so much out there in social media, or I should say on social media and in books about our inner critic, which is that voice that we speak when we speak to ourselves, judging ourselves and are harsh with ourselves. So I'm going to talk about that today and how we can manage that and the difference between that and intrusive thoughts and all kinds of stuff. But before we begin, I want to remind you about my annual mental health retreat that's running the 2nd through the 4th of December in Dallas, Texas. It's going to be phenomenal. There's only a few places left, so you need to get in there and register. We've actually opened up some more space so that we can get more people in because there's been such a wonderful response. And the reason why is that we all need help with our mental health. And this is going to be a very, very hands-on conference where I'm really going to spend a lot of time helping you deal with things like the inner critic and intrusive thoughts and what are they and what can we do. We're going to do exercises together, practical, to help you and your loved ones manage your mental health. You're really going to get a handle on self-regulation and mind management. Another thing is that these podcasts are for educational purposes and not medical. If you need medical advice, please contact the appropriate medical professional. And just before we begin, I also want to say, wherever you, if you want to help me with these podcasts to be able to bring more to you, and for those of you that are already doing this, I want to thank you. What you can do is subscribe to my podcast. Wherever you listen to podcasts, actually subscribe. That'll be amazing. And also follow me on YouTube and subscribe there. And leave a review. I'd love a review. You can leave, leave me a, a five-star review, even better. Also, send us your questions. I'm going to be doing a lot around answering questions. And in fact, this podcast on the inner critic is a post I put up the other day and we had lots and lots of questions and lots and lots of people saying, please do a podcast on this. So that's why I'm here doing this. So on to today's podcast about the inner critic. Okay, so we all know what the inner critic is. I don't really have to define that for you, but just very quickly, it's that voice. It's us speaking to ourselves and kind of running ourselves down. Critic means critical, like it's kind of putting you in a place, you put yourself in a negative place because you're speaking negatively to yourself. Now, you just have to go and Google inner critic and you will get so many great graphics to help you with this process, to help you understand it and help you to reword the inner critic. There's not a shortage of advice out there. And when you read these great graphics and these little social media posts of this is what we're saying to ourselves and this is what we should be saying to ourselves, I mean, there's such a ton of great advice out there. But the issue is that when you read them and you just read them, they just become knowledge that goes in one ear and out the other ear. It quite literally becomes a memory that is going to just denature or disappear, become heat energy within 24 to 48 hours, and you're not going to actually apply it in, your, in, your, in yourself. So you read the great post, you love the great information, but then you don't actually find yourself applying it. So we've got to spend the time really deconstructing and reconstructing how we're going to manage the inner voice, which is what the inner critic, which is what we're going to do. And we also have to recognize that 
And what a lot of us do, and I've done this before until I, I mean, and I don't do it anymore because I've trained myself not to, is but if you resist that inner voice, if you think, oh, this is so bad, I'm just going to shove it down and I'm just going to push it out of my mind and I'm just going to distract myself. Well, whatever you don't deal with is actually when you shove it down and you shove it out of your consciousness, you're pushing it back into your non-conscious mind, which is the most intelligent part of you, where every experience that you've ever had is built into in the form of physical trees in your brain, changes in your gene code in your cells and in the gravitational fields of your mind. So it's there. And you can shove it down as many times as you like. It's going to come back because it's kind of volcanic in nature. So until you deal with the inner the inner critic, it's going to keep coming back and probably worse than before and more extensive than before. Whatever you resist will persist. So you need to rewire the networks and you need to get what you know to be true in alignment with what you're actually doing. One of the main questions that people used to ask me in therapy and that they still ask me and that I've even asked myself is that I know what I should be saying to myself, but I'm not saying it. This is what I am saying. And there's this huge gap between or chasm or, or huge big, think of two sides of a, of a, there's a huge big, like a chasm on one side of the mountain and, 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 and you're also on the other side. And this side is the inner critic and that side is the, is the, is the, the true you. And your identity is saying, no, that's not true, but there's this, this chasm. So you know that's the truth, but you're living here because this is more of your reality. So we want to bring that together and, and we want to get the inner critic changed into or listening to the truth, the wise mind. So the critic mind is part of our messy mind that I always talk about. And I always say it's okay to be messy. So therefore, it's okay to have this inner voice this inner critic, and not to be scared of it. It's it's basically just a, it's, it's a type of intrusive thought. If you resist it, it will persist and get worse. But if you embrace it, if you start building that bridge between what you really know about yourself and what you're actually saying about yourself, if you do that, you're actually then going to manage it. You're going to be able to deconstruct it. And that takes time. It's going to take you at least nine weeks, at least 63 days of working at this deliberately and intentionally in a very sequential way. And that's where the neurocycle comes in. That's what the neurocycle is. It is the system for how we get these kinds of things under control, how we get these, these intrusive thoughts. To, and today we're specifically talking about the inner critic, that inner critic speaking to ourselves. That's specifically how we get that under control. So the neurocycle is the system for how you can close that gap between the what you know to be truth, the wise mind, and the messy mind, what you should be saying to yourself and what you know is the truth about yourself and what you're actually saying to yourself. Is there something interfering with your happiness or is preventing you from achieving your goals? I know this happens to me, even though I work in the field of mental health, and I find it incredibly helpful to talk to someone I trust when I find myself in the stuck place. Indeed, one of the best things about our society today is that we can access professional help at the click of a button. If we need to talk to someone about what we are going through, we don't even have to leave the house. This is why I love and recommend BetterHelp to everyone that asks me. They are an amazing company that can assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist so that you can start communicating in under 48 hours. BetterHelp is not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It is professional counseling done securely online. 
they also have a broad range of expertise available, which may not be locally available in many areas. And their services are available for clients worldwide. Visit betterhelp.com forward slash Dr. Leaf. That's better, H-E-L-P, and join the over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp that they are recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. I am proud to say that this podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp and Cleaning Up the Mental Mess listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com forward slash Dr. Leaf. The link and offer details are in the show notes. And obviously, what you're saying to yourself has got some sort of root. Because what you're saying to yourself is the outpouring or outcome of something. And that something is a thought. Because everything you say and everything you do, whether it's your inner critic talking to yourself, or whether you're talking to someone else about yourself, or whatever it is, is coming from something. I'm speaking to you now about this. This is coming from something. What? A thought. The research I've done, et cetera, et cetera, it's in my brain. So always get that principle. What, however you are showing up in your life, whatever you're doing, the inner critic, the FOMO, the FOPO, the, all these things, okay, is coming from somewhere. And it's coming from a thought. And that thought has got interpretation, processing, and roots. And we've got to embrace that whole thought tree, branches, leaves, trunk, roots, and all. And we've got to dig out the soil and get it out of the ground and deconstruct it in that way and reconstruct it. In other words, the root of the thought of a inner critic is going to be the reason why you're doing that. So there's a reason why you're speaking to yourself like that. There's always a because of. Okay, so the neurocycle helps you to manage that and systematically make that change rewire the neural networks and it does not happen quickly. I wish I had a quick answer for you, but I don't. It doesn't. It takes time. It takes cycles of 63 days for you to rewire your brain, change the genes in your every cell of your body and change the gravitational fields of your mind around the specific topic of today, which is the inner critic and anything. So anything you want to change today, our topic is the inner critic. Okay. So I put it in the post. I'm just going to read what I said in the post. And if you don't follow me on social media, you need to follow me on social media because every day I'm giving you great information that I need and I know you need and I know everyone else needs. And I try and always unpack it into bringing it back to the neuroscientific concepts. My social media handles are Dr. Caroline Leaf. I'm on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, the social media platforms. And go go follow me because you're going to get great advice that's really going to help you manage your mind. Great scientific advice based on 38 years of, of being in this field of brain science. Okay, so I put this post up and the post actually said, what I say to make friends with my inner critic. And I said, I see you are actually trying to help. Maybe there's a more effective way to help. And then the second thing, no, but thank you for sharing. Three, respond as if talking to a scared child. So I give you three little tips and we're going to unpack those and we're going to unpack them in more detail. And then I also said, There's a lot of advice out there telling you how to shut down your inner critic, okay? And there is. I mean, just Google it and the beautiful graphics and great social media posts. How to shut down your inner critic. But the truth is what we resist persists. The more we try to suppress something, the harder it tries to sink its fingernails into us. 
You can't suppress whatever comes up in that inner critic voice. As it comes up and you suppress it, it goes back stronger than before. So you've all seen my thought trees. Here's a healthy one. Here is the inner critic one. Let me grab this one. So here's the toxic tree. And as you find yourself saying those words, this is what's, what it's coming from. As I said, everything comes from something. And this, if you just try and suppress it or push it or shut it down without dealing with down to the root level, it will go away for a little bit and it comes back even stronger. So every time it comes up and down, every time it does that up-down thing, it gets stronger than before and gets more stuff added to it. So you, you, you don't want that. You want to get it under control. Okay, so we can never get rid of fear completely and it can be a helpful and insightful emotion when addressed and managed correctly. But it takes time, 63 days to be exact, cycles of 63 days. It may take you longer depending on where this inner critic started in the first place and how many sources there are or how dense the root system is, how complex the original incident that set you up or incidents that set you up into this pattern. So you may have had years of people speaking over you that you're useless or shaming you or whatever. And or you may have just had it a little bit. You may have had a great childhood and not have it happen except maybe intermittently but not enough to affect you. But then you go into a job and you just get slammed. And so it's more recent, but it was extensive. Or maybe you just had a little bit, whatever. It's Everyone's got their own unique story. Whatever it is, we need to deal with it. If it's if it's affecting how you're functioning, then it's something you need to deal with. Whatever's affecting your functioning, you need to deal with. So it takes time. So this is how I manage my inner critic. So let's have a, have a look. Now, I'm going to talk about the neurocycle because how I manage, and I've got some notes here. So if I look down, it's because I'm making sure that I always include everything I want to say. And essentially, we're going to go through the five steps of the neurocycle. Now, to learn the details of the neurocycle, obviously, you can listen on this podcast, but I would recommend you get my latest book, Cleaning Up Your Mental Mess, full of my most updated clinical trials written in a very simplistic way. And the whole second half of this book is exactly how to neurocycle with lots and lots of examples. And then also my app, which is just fantastic. We just keep, we, we've got the most fantastic upgrade coming very soon. And if you download it now, as soon as we do any updates, it obviously, you know, you get the update with it. But currently it's just, it's beautiful. It's literally me giving you therapy. So I walk you through the 63 days. Plus I have a whole bunch of other mini neurocycles to help you through like if you're having a panic attack and that kind of stuff. So it's really, really a very helpful tool. So if you want to know more than what I'm sharing with you today, those are two great resources that are inexpensive and really, really helpful. Me, like literally giving you therapy on your phone. And I've shown from my research that when you use the app, the NeuroCycle in the app form, you will improve by 81%. That's, that's what I'm showing minimum. That's what I'm showing from my research. So my, everything I give you is clinically researched is based on scientific research. Years, 38 years I've been in the field. And I don't just sit on my laurels. I keep on researching. It's just so important that I keep on researching. I want to give you truth. And I've, I've got to learn, keep learning new information. So I keep updating. So that's, And then that, that I deliver through to, to you so that you get the most updated research. Okay, so the NeuroCycle's got five steps. It's a system, not a technique. You can put any technique you want into it. It's a system for how you are going to manage your mind. And in today's discussion, it's how you're going to manage the inner critic. And quickly before we dive in, one of the questions that we had on this post, which was quite a few, but I'm summarizing that, was what is the difference between the inner critic and intrusive thoughts? Okay, so 
up to, I believe it's 100% of people, even though the statistics say it's around 96% of people battle with intrusive thoughts. All of us do. Some of us more than others. And depending on how we are managing our mind. And we can get better at it. But intrusive thoughts are an invaluable source of great information about how you are functioning in your mind. And if you learn to listen to intrusive thoughts, you can actually make them work for you and not against you. So they are absolutely loaded with fabulous information. That, well, when I say fabulous information, I mean the information may not be so fabulous, but it's fabulous what, what will happen when you actually get to the grips with that information. So you may not feel great in the moment, but once you use that information that you're going to get from the intrusive thoughts, you are le- learning to get empowered to be to have the autonomy to be back in control so that you look at the toxic thoughts and the toxic stress from the inner critic as we're discussing today and anything else and you learn to get control. So the first step is gather, the second step is reflect, the third step is to write, the fourth step is also writing, the third writing step is to just literally download everything that you've gathered and reflected on and then whatever else comes up in the writing process and you're going to put it, use it in a in a system called a metacog, which is a system I've developed over many years, which is kind of a pattern way of writing in detail in in cleaning up your mental mess. I teach you how to make a metacog. And also in my app, there's a video. If you don't know how to metacog and you haven't yet got my book and app, you can just write it down. But I really seriously encourage you to learn how to metacog. It is one of the most powerful ways that I use to work with my patients to help them to really get insight. I use metacogs absolutely every single day not only just for detoxing, but also for brain building. So it's got so many uses. So the third step is that. The fourth step is to then sort out all the stuff that you built. And then the fifth step is action. Okay, so what are you going to do? So now let's apply that to the inner critic. So the first thing is you want to gather awareness. Gather awareness. Gather implies you're getting control. The minute that you start gathering, you're going to pull this inner critic into the the inner critic. You're going to shine the spotlight of your attention onto the inner critic voice and and you're going to then that which is then going to take you to the thought that it's coming from so the inner critic is a form of an intrusive thought so intrusive thoughts encompass many different areas and the inner critic is one of those types of of intrusive thoughts so intrusive thoughts can be anything and the inner critic is a type of intrusive thought okay so you're going to gather awareness deliberately intentional you gathering like if you're going to gather apples into a basket you are taking control you developing your autonomy you are regulating the process so you're gathering gathering awareness of what of that pattern of the inner critic so how often is this happening that it's disrupting you are you doing it once a day 50 percent of the day once a week every day all day I don't know. What is it? So how often is that inner critic voice coming up? So that's the first thing you want to gather awareness of. Then you want to gather awareness of the specific things that you are saying. So I wrote this down. You want to actually pick something that you frequently criticize yourself about. So give the general area. So first of all, how often? Secondly, the general area. So is it about your weight? Is it about maybe how you're conducting yourself in a relationship? Is it about maybe you think you're too shy or you're too exuberant or you talk too much or you are angry or you procrastinate, whatever? What is the general theme of the criticism? And if it is a few, write them down. Okay, not, not Don't write yet, sorry, just gather awareness. You're going to have a chance to write. I want you just to do this very systematically. It makes your brain work better when you do it systematically. If you jump into writing too quickly, 
you won't get quite the same benefit, okay? So gather awareness of the frequency, gather awareness of the sort of the area. Now start gathering awareness of what are you actually saying, okay? So for example, what are you saying? What is wrong with me? Why am I so lazy? Why do I keep procrastinating? I'm such a failure. I never accomplish anything. And if you don't, if you want some help to find what those statements are, just go Google the inner critic. And as I said, you will find, and I'm raising my phone, you will find a million great graphics and maybe not a million. I'm exaggerating. You will find so many great graphics. I mean, I just pulled a few up here. I mean, there's just so many that you you would literally find, and I'm going to show you this, you will find bunches of graphics that will help you verbalize. And it's great sometimes when you see something like that, it can help you shape it. So time, so gather awareness of the frequency, gather awareness of the general area, then gather awareness of the actual statements. If we want to be healthier mentally and physically, one of the best things we can possibly do is get several hours of quality sleep every night. The brain and body heal itself when we sleep. It really is one of the most amazing processes, even if you're not conscious when it happens. But I know it's hard to get good quality sleep sometimes. Your mind keeps you awake, life is stressful, and there are often a hundred anxious reasons why you can't fall asleep at night. Thankfully, there are also ways we can improve our sleep quality and overall health, including taking magnesium. Believe it or not, around 75% of people don't have enough magnesium. No wonder so many people have sleep problems. But please do not run to the store to buy the first magnesium supplement you find. Most magnesium supplements use only the two cheapest synthetic forms. And since they're not full spectrum, they won't support better sleeping habits. There are actually seven unique forms of magnesium. And you must get all of them if you want to experience its calming, sleep-enhancing effects. That's why I recommend Magnesium Breakthrough by Bio-Optimizers. Simply take two capsules before you go to bed and you'll be amazed at how much better you sleep and how much more rested you feel when you wake up. For an exclusive offer for my listeners, go to www.magbreakthrough.com forward slash leaf and use Dr. Leaf 10 during checkout to save 10% on your order. The link and details will be in the show notes. I want you to do step number two, reflect a little bit before you write, okay? So reflect, and in other words, ask, answer, and discuss why that area mainly, it mainly seems to be in that area, but also that area, but more in that area. I wonder why. So you start asking and answering and having a little bit of a discussion with yourself. And then the the sort of the specific statements, I wonder why I say that specifically. Did I get, was that said to me? So just start thinking. You don't have to solve it. Just start the reflection. now. Go to step three, write all that down in a metacoc. Start in the middle, write down the general area. Maybe it's whatever it's about. As I said, it could be weight or shyness or angle, whatever. Write that down, write down the frequency in the middle. And now out of the first branch, put there a little, put a little heading and put there what I say to myself. And then out of that, write those little statements. Just let it pour it out. Write it. And as you're writing that, whatever comes to your mind as you're writing that is coming from your non-conscious. It's got some relationship. 
even if it seems like it's not important at that moment, write it onto the medical card. It doesn't matter where, it doesn't matter if it's disorganized. The more disorganized, the better, because you're pulling up stuff, you're getting insightful. As you go through this med, this neurocycle like this, you're digging deep, okay? So you're literally giving yourself therapy, using your wise mind to dive into the into your messy mind and getting them to work together. Then you go to your step four, your recheck. And the recheck is where you're now going to look at what you've written to organize this thing. And these are the kinds of things that you'll say to, to yourself. What is the critical voice saying to me? And why is it saying that? So you've gathered and you've put all these statements down and you've got all this stuff all over the page. And what you're seeing, and I made this other statement here, the point here is to note that this negative self-talk is is harmful. So as you as you recheck, you see, well, this is not doing me any good because when I do this negative self-talk, I don't progress forward. I kind of go backwards or I get stuck or I'm not as creative or I don't speak up when I should have or I should or whatever. So I'm not functioning in the way that I could. So the recheck is, is discussing those kind of things. What is it doing to you and what would you rather happen? So it's a realistic look at how this is impacting you. And you're going to see a lot of that coming out in, from step three. And then also the other kinds of things in the recheck are things like you'll say is to shift, is, is to, start to start reconceptualizing and seeing that, okay, this inner critic voice, it's harming me, but it's coming from somewhere. So where is it coming from? So now you need to start looking for the root. So you need to start thinking, okay, what's this thought coming from? So I'm not going to get straight to the root. I have to first go to the how I'm interpreting myself. So those statements that you make about I am useless or I am this or why am I doing this, the things that we wrote down, the things like what is wrong with me, etc. And you can get lots of help, as I said, online. Those you want to see where, how did you process those? How did you build those memories into the thought? Where did they come from? And so you're going to have to start doing a little bit of work and, and to, to and, and that's what the recheck, you, you start asking yourself, where did this come from? And if you look back at step three, you'll start seeing some hints of maybe in childhood, this was spoken over you in this situation, this person said this frequently, and this is where I think it's whatever you start getting some insight. So the recheck is a whole, this is harmful to me. What should I rather be doing? So therefore, if I look then at those statements I'm making, I'm actually trying to help myself in a weird way because that was spoken over me because of something. So as I criticize myself, I'm trying to do something for myself. So in other words, now you've reconceptualized the inner critic voice instead of, and you, and you, you seeing that you're saying it because of something, there's a reason. So if you find that reason, it's going to help you. And so as you do that, you're going to get more and more insight into the because of which will then help you shift the statement from the negative to the, from this, this inner critic to saying something that's a bit more realistic. And it's going to take time. I mean, you're not going to do, I'll come to the timing in a moment, but you're going to start saying things like, maybe this inner critic is trying to keep me on track and trying to help me achieve my goals. And, and, and because someone always, maybe a sports instructor said that you use this unless you do this, but I was, so in other words, maybe it was said over you, you it misinterpreted, but actually you're trying to use that to push yourself or achieve a goal or keep you connected to others or whatever reason. There's, there's always going to be some sort of a reason, okay? And then from there, you can start now saying, okay, how am I going to see this differently? And this is where you can find some really great help online. And uh, hang on, I've got it over here. I was going to write these out for you, but I found so many online and I'm just going to read some of them. In this recheck step, you want to start taking those. Once you've done this kind of discussion about how is this helpful, what could the root be, then you can say, what can, how can I start seeing this differently? And that's things like 
the critical voice is saying, I'm not good enough. And the reconceptualize why, when we reconceptualize that using the wise mind, we rather say, I am stretching myself and learning new stuff all the time. So instead of saying, you take the I'm not good enough into actually, I'm stretching myself and I'm learning new stuff all the time. Another example. Okay, there's the statement. I'm saying I can't do that. Where does that come from? That's coming from something that was spoken over me. Okay, but how can I see that differently? How can I reconceptualize it? Instead of I can't do that, let me say up to now, I haven't been able to do that, but I can learn. Another one. We'll do one more. I'm stupid. It comes up all the time. It seems that that was maybe said to you a lot in childhood. You're stupid. Maybe it was said by someone who was trying to motivate you to try harder and they just said the wrong words or maybe they genuinely just being nasty or whatever, but that there's that wired into your brain. So instead of the I'm stupid, where you can see it's come from a reason you found the big cause of from the first few steps that we've done, now you can shift that to saying, I'm smart, as is demonstrated by my achievements to date. Or I am, listen, go listen to my identity podcast, you wired for love, you're intelligent, there's something you can do that no one else can do. So that's what we do. It's a lot, quite a lot of work that's going on in the recheck step. Don't you just love it when your household products and foods match your home? Yes, you heard that right. Match your home. Public Goods, one of my favorite ways to shop for household goods online, not only makes great products that I can use every day, but everything looks clean and calming. No more bright colors and mismatched packaging. Rather than buying from a bunch of single product brands, Public Goods members can buy all their premium essentials in one place with one beautiful streamlined aesthetic that can truly make your house feel like a home. Public Goods is my new everything store, thoughtfully designed for the conscious consumer. My puppies are big fans of their peanut butter cheese chews, which make training time so easy, while the rest of my family love snacking on their chocolate-covered almonds and delicious vanilla and coconut grain-free granola. I especially love that Public Goods ethically sources and develops each of their products to be free of unhealthy ingredients and harmful additives, still common, on drug and grocery store shelves. They are committed to making their products healthy and safe for humans, animals, and the environment. And I worked out an awesome deal just for my listeners. Receive $15 off your first public goods order with no minimum purchase. That's right. They are so confident that you'll absolutely love their products and come back again and again that they're giving you $15 to spend on your first purchase. Plus, right now, Receive your choice of either a free pack of bamboo straws or reusable food storage wraps with your order. You have nothing to lose. Just go to publicgoods.com forward slash Dr. Leaf or use the code Dr. Leaf at checkout. That is P-U-B-L-I-C-G-O-O-D-S dot com forward slash Dr. Leaf to receive $15 off your first order. The link and details will be in the show notes. And then you go to the last step, which is an active reach, and that's going to be a simple action for the day that's going to help you to take what you've learned in the first four steps and move forward. So it could be something like, okay, every time the inner voice comes up today that says that I'm not, that I'm stupid, I'm going to grab that and say, I said that because of something in my childhood, and I actually am not stupid, I'm brilliant, and I can learn how to do these things, and I can stretch myself, there's something I can do that no one else can do. So you Take the little statement that you that you created in step four and you use that to say it to yourself and you keep your an- yourself anchored in that. Now, I've said a lot. You're not going to achieve all of this in one day. You're going to take 
quite a lot of time. In fact, you're going to take the first three weeks of the nine-week cycle, more or less the first three weeks, to get to the point where you are actually starting to see all the roots. The first day, you may not get that far. You may just get to the the statements you're making and know it's coming from somewhere, but you don't know where. It might take you the first week or two weeks or maybe the full three weeks to really start seeing some of the root system. And once we see the root system, then it's 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 the soil's been taken off and it's going to start. Basically, the energy is going away. It's going to die. It's going to go away. It's, and the energy is converted and you're building this healthy new thought. So this is the reconceptualize. It's going to take you about three weeks to really believe you're not stupid and that this has come from and that actually you're brilliant and whatever other parts, you know, whatever's involved in this inner critic. Then you need to practice the same five steps for the next 42 days. The first 21 days, you're going to do the neurocycle, the five steps of the neurocycle for around first, anything from, from 7 to 45 minutes. Don't go longer than 45 minutes. So whatever you achieve in that time, so even put your time on. If you're doing 45 minutes, then it's going to be around about five minutes for each of the steps, okay? So or that's, that'll be around about maybe five to 10 minutes. Don't spend longer than that on it. Keep it very limited because you, you can only handle so much in a day. And my research has shown that it's more effective if you do this slowly over time. So don't try and fix the inner critic today. Be prepared to work for the 63 days. So, you know, I, I do it in like a seven-minute cycle, sort of seven to 10 minutes max. So around about two minutes on each step. Sometimes I spend longer, but don't spend longer than 45. That's the first three weeks. After that, you're going to spend around about five to seven minutes. Same five steps, but it's going to be around about 30 seconds to a minute for each step. So you've got to be quite disciplined because you can get caught up in something and writing and you look up and it's 30 minutes later. Discipline yourself to to stick to the cycle and you will get much more out of it if you do a little bit each day. Otherwise, you're going to get caught up, get exhausted, do it for three days and you're going to stop. And then you're going to find yourself back with that huge chasm of that's what I am saying to myself and that's what I should be saying to myself and how am I going to make this, close this gap. Okay, the only way you're going to close this gap is by rewiring. Now, this nine weeks and this five-step neurocycle done in this way that I've described, with, and I gave one example, you're going to unpack lots more. I just gave you a basic overview of how to do this. You're going to do your own work each day and get your own wording and so on. As you do this, each day you are breaking down the networks and rewiring and then stabilizing, stabilizing them. So day 21, the new, new reconceptualized thought looks like this. By day 42, it looks like this. And by day 63, it looks like this. So now when, now when it looks like this, the inner critic, this is now, I remember what I used to say, but this is what I'm saying to myself. But that takes time. I hope this has helped you. This is what I do. It is amazing. It works. It's how I have controlled the inner critic. It doesn't bug me anymore. And when it does start, and I used to be very, very bad with this, when it does start coming back, I know what to do. Thank you for joining me today and I look forward to seeing you next time. I hope you found today's podcast interesting and helpful. If you want more tips and help with managing anxiety, depression and mental health, be sure to visit my website at drleaf.com and to sign up for my weekly newsletter where I also include a schedule of my speaking events and so much more. And follow me on social media. I'm on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Just look for Dr. Caroline Leaf. Also, I love seeing all your posts on social media about this podcast. I love seeing what resonates with you and what you've learned. 
So be sure to continue posting and tagging me and letting me know what you think and how these tips worked out for you. And don't forget, leave a review and keep spreading the word about this podcast. Thank you for joining me today. I really hope you learned something new and helpful. Till then, I'm Dr. Caroline Leaf. This podcast represents the opinions of myself and my guests. The content here should not be taken as medical advice. The content here is for educational and informational purposes only. Please consult your healthcare professional for any individual medical questions you may have. While we make every effort to ensure that the information we are sharing is accurate, we welcome any comments, suggestions or corrections of errors.